0: everyone, this is me Sanchi and today I am here with Palumi and her friend Akshaya. Hi Akshaya. Hi, hi Sanji. Hi Palumi. Hello. And today we are going to talk about a lot of things but for once let's start with something cute and funny and let's talk about Harry Potter. Cute and funny? <laughs> I mean, it used to be,
1: but you know, recent events have thrown everything into a different light. Also, Sanchi is not like Harry Potter, so she's going to be our objective
0: third party over here. Okay, so I think I, I thought I was the series antagonist, but anyway, continue. You still are, but for the purposes of this call, you
1: are the objective third party. So we can drag on, I we can know. talk about your personal choices later. So (laughs) guys, what were your first impressions of Harry Potter when you read it as a kid? When did you
0: read it and how fast did you finish reading it? Like, what do you think Sanjay? I, the first book I read was the seventh one
1: No! Yes I, I can appreciate someone who reads stuff out of order Out of order?!
0: My first book was the seventh one and then I started the first one. So when I was a kid, I found it very interesting and that's because I did not understand subtext at that point in time.
1: Uh, okay uh, this is gonna veer into a different territory so we just want to put out a disclaimer right now this series was introduced to us when we were children and young adults and obviously it meant a lot to us and to majority of the population but recent events about uh jk rowling's uh transphobia and her questionable opinions have come to light which have colored the opinions of different of people in a different way so we want to say that we are in no way discrediting your opinion but not opinion. We are no way in discrediting your experiences. This is just this is just how we used to view the series and how it ties into other other issues. This is not an endorsement of the author and her nonsense opinions. I think the series as a whole is magical, and we are trying to focus more on the story first, and then we can talk about the author later. Yeah, that's better. But it, uh, just a disclaimer upfront, so that you know we don't look like we're, of course, in agreement with her, which we are not. Because yeah, we are decent people. Yes. And she's not.
0: She's not.
1: Yeah, and she's that shit insane. So.
0: All right, Sanchi back to you. Seventh book. Okay. So you want to hear the story of how that came to be? Absolutely. Okay. So um, it was a family friends birthday. All right. And we were going to all meet for dinner that time. And we were I don't remember how old we were, but we were pretty young. And um. It so happened that if you guys remember when the last book released, there was a lot of like a hype about it and stuff. So, um, and people were in lines outside bookstores. That was the time I was into Agatha Christie and stuff. So I used to read a lot. I just, you know, didn't read stuff when other people were reading it. Maybe because I was reading other books at that time. So like totally uh, I remember going to Crossword in Bandra West and when we reached there it was um, a respectable time 12 1 and when we go there and I want that book for her and there are two copies left so I'm like okay sone pe suhaga so I got both the copies one for her and one for me she got it and she was all happy and all because she was like I didn't think I'd get it kind of a thing because of the crowds and everything at the bookstores, because think about it, I went at a respectable time and there were only two copies left. First day it was released, and you so, said 12 or 1, you said you mean do you mean am or pm? A uh, pm, respectable. What do you think I mean by respectable? No, because those crowds go on to the next day, midnight. That's why I asked for clarification because people were insane at the time, they still are. Right? Fair point, fair point. I concede. But yeah, so I basically started reading the seventh book and I will not lie, it is a well-written story if you do not see the holes in it and um, I really like the themes, a lot of the themes in the book and the series that I loved were like a friendship, like my favourite ever relationship in the whole series is like Harry and Ron's friendship, that's very well-written. So, After you finished the seventh book, did you go back to the first one? Yeah, then I went in order. You knew the ending before starting the first book? I mean, I. Yeah. Okay, people make way too big a deal about spoilers. It is. Yeah, fair point. I love spoilers. Anyone else who loves spoilers? I love spoilers. Yay. I'm shaking my head. I do not
1: like either one of you. Okay, so you started with the 7th and then you went with the 1st. What about your experience section? Oh, uh, pretty much like hers, like I didn't read it when it was being released. I, I don't even, like I didn't even know those books existed until I just picked it up randomly from a library. Not even a library, it was in my cousin's house and I think it was, yeah, it was again Deathly Hallows, the 7th book. And I, I just opened a random page and it this scene was super boring. I remember it, it was something about uh, Harry engorging, Harry was increasing the size of a spider oh my, yeah i'm like i see i did not know the context at the time because there is a scene just after when Ron comes back so oh, i'm yeah. like okay this is super boring why am i reading this one so like you know what i'll give it a chance so i read the seventh book and then i went back to the then i went back to the original books in my currently in my position i only have the fourth and seventh books and up until last year i wanted to full the original uk published box set but now i'm like no we don't give money to transforms so <laughs> I don't own even one of the Harry Potter books <laughs> That's okay But you know how I read those books one by one One from the school I read, the first one And alternately I would borrow it from my friends in school Like we would just hide out of the benches and read the books And the fifth book, I borrowed it from my cousin in Mumbai And he was like, he got it on the first day, first release at 5am like this is really precious to me so at, i stayed at his place and i read the whole book the whole order of phoenix and again 6th and 7th also i borrowed it so actually i did really want the whole set too yeah. and i always go back to the first book when i'm feeling though i do have a version of it i have all i have all the bootleg versions in my phone yeah so i always go back to that book and I honestly, I feel like if, if, if you've read it from the first yeah. book, it's really magical the way the whole thing unfolds but but I would still say I won't buy the whole set anymore. Yeah. We, we don't support transports or all, all bootlegging, wink wink.
0: Nothing, we support nothing here. <laughs> zero opinions. Yes, zero. The the thing I really like about Harry Potter, which I don't think most other people even notice because everyone's just enamored with the oh, there's a magical quest thing going on. But what I really like is, you know, um the whole school aspect of it, you know, like they have lessons, they have homework and the and
1: mundane stuff. I love yes. that. It's just like, even though it's it's all the, all the you know, super fantastical things that's not going to happen to anyone happening in the background. It's just, it also feels like, yeah, these are just normal teenagers who are going to school and have to deal with, uh, with nasty professors and, you know, idiotic assignments and a and best friend who nags them to complete it on time. so a very, very relatable school experience, but also in, the, in a very fantastical background. Yeah. Also, also I loved how they had breakfast. This school in the Great Hall and I was always interested to see what was on their tables because we don't have that experience, you know, we don't have a boarding school experience with us. So I really wanted I really loved that aspect for sure. What also also did anyone else feel that their meals were boring? Like it's just eggs, potatoes and kippers. what of the hell kippers are. I know it's some kind of
0: meat, but like as Asians, every other cuisine that is not as colorful as ours, we are going to find boring. So let's just but, discount. Yeah, it's just like heavy amounts of
1: grease and salt and pepper. I'm like, guys, where is the flavor that does not come from fat? Where are the spices? Your tongues should be used to more than butter. Come on, <laughs> where's the haldi? <laughs> British school, I mean, we I mean, food I food mean food. we put copious amounts of butter, so I'm no one to criticize fat. I love fat, but like we do something else along with it. We don't just put butter in our foods and call it a date. Oh, is British cuisine, their food is very bland, so yeah, <laughs> boiling and salting pepper is spicy for them. So, I one of my cousins told me one of his friends found a margarita pizza spicy, it's just tomatoes and cheese. How is that spicy? <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, my life is flashing before my eyes. <laughs> White people. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah but we don't support them we don't support anyone so Akshaya yes what do you think is your favorite relationship in the book like it can be anything you know okay. is what what is like the most fun thing for you to read that you feel like oh, oh I really like this
1: basically anything between Ron and Hermione like Ron constantly nagging Hermione and Hermione constantly nagging Ron it's just the banter is funny to me even regardless of the context of it like it's this is the kind of stuff you feel like it, it feels authentic and genuine because like because 90% of my relationships is me spamming and annoying my best friends so <laughs> it feels relatable to me and they, they do end up together side note anyone who says Ron and Hermione don't deserve each other can take a good hard look at their life and um, and get yourself <laughs>
0: You know, this is one thing I actually agree with because I feel that Ron and Hermione have earned their relationship. If that, that makes sense. Yes.
1: Like it's not like it was everything was peachy keen from the beginning. It, they went through their fair share of fights and disagreements, and you know, just outright
0: her, him. And Ron was the only one who ne- didn't treat Hermione like you know, like she was just an intelligent person. He treated her like a person. Yeah, he's the one who is like. I can guarantee you, Harry would
1: not have known what uh, what Hermione was doing 90% of the time if it wasn't for Ron reminding him. Because in, remember, in our uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, when Hermione had the time traveler, Ron was the only one who noticed inconsistencies, inconsistencies yeah. in her timetable. Why are he, you here? How are you here? I just saw you there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Also, side note, like this is can you th- can you think about the most insane re- reason they would have that uh, that Professor Dumbledore and McGonagall would have had to give us a ministry about a 13 year
0: old using a time turner or she wants it for lessons <laughs> You see that's the problem, that's my big problem with this series that the world building is crap That is
1: true, yes I agree with you like, there, I okay so I have like a bunch of series that I want to read and apparently, uh, do you know Brandon Sanderson's uh, Mistborn series? Yeah! yeah so i want to read newborn yeah. and stormlight archive and apparently the world building is excellent and i am so hyped for it because i keep seeing so like i keep seeing the memes and everything on reddit and i'm like okay i want to read this when can i read this next and but then harry potter is just it just it, like i think she did the base minimum world building where it feels like you're invested in it but also I didn't it feels like she didn't put put more thought into it because like when you really look into it you find i have made, i have a list in my floor of all the plot holes in harry potter Oh yeah that's how invested and I was I compared wanted. to Narnia series or even Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings Lord of the Rings like the background work done for the whole universe is 10 times, 100 times more than what J.K. Rowling did for hers. like there are more books about the, for Lord of the Rings there are more books talking about the world in the background than yeah. there are the actual series I mean so on a whole new language yeah not one, two two Elv- Elv- Elvish and one more I don't remember yeah, there were two or three languages. Yeah, There's mm-hmm. the 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 big a, song, Isofi- a song of ice and fire, a song of ice and fire series, the Game of Thrones series, it has two con languages, uh, con lines. Um, even yeah. Aragon series, I felt had a lot more background and a lot more details. Than I know, but Aragon, like Aragon felt a little bit more childish to me. Like I read them in my second year of high school and uh he did, he wrote them when he was a teenager and it, it, it feels like it comes through the pages yeah i liked it that's why i liked it because it, it was mm. more i could connect to it more than i could feel yeah. into uh, a lot of the links yeah but, but but Tolkien's is the masterpiece for the reason so and yeah. I still haven't read the them thing is, so. how much ever she tries to you know expand the universe with the fantastic base I just feel like it's failing Yeah, and all the retconning she does uh, nagini was a, like nagini was an asian woman who, who also happens to be a outlaw like that is insane i'm like it makes no sense when you think about the story <laughs> that's that's stereotypical that's racist that's weird brahwaad Cho Chang seriously yeah it's not even two surnames yeah two surnames one Chinese and one Korean I'm like huh? And like you couldn't think of a, you couldn't put an iota of, you know, thought into the name. Okay, we get that it was, in, it was written in the '90s and it wasn't like super diverse. But like the characters, you do put in, put in for, you know, diversity's sake. At the very least, you know, do some effort into making them fleshed out and not just like you know placeholders for. Oh, we have these two brown characters. We have one uh, Asian oh, character. Yeah. Like, I just like, wish
0: when that whole Padma and Parvati thing and the Yule Ball thing had come, they would have actually put them in like proper lehengas our or our sarees or something. Come on, on that our look is
1: ridiculous. our so lehengas are so much more pretty. No, and that colour colour scheme, that colour scheme, that colour scheme yes. was atrocious. Pink and orange. <laughs> Even the right shade of pink and orange, like pink and orange can work well if you pick the right shades for it. But no, that was like neon pink and some dark. Yes. Yes,
0: orange, so we can see. And they colors. shared one set of bangles between them.
1: Like what? Like seriously? And they more like inverse colors. Like you know, one was wearing pink and a pink top, orange skirt. Other one was wearing orange skirt, pink top. I mean, yeah, okay. there was. How about we go through like book by book, you talk about the discrepancies, and like, what we hated or we loved about it? Oh, I'm gonna. Sure, I, sure. I'm gonna whip up my list. Yeah, we can do okay. that. <laughs> so let me start, or how about Sachi, you start with the first book?
0: Okay, so the Sorcerer's Stone, Mm. okay so when I read it right, I was younger when I read it and for me it was all very exciting that, oh there's this huge chess board and Ron is such a great chess player, which he is by the way, which he is, but my point is, all the people who put up all these traps were all professors much older than them and three, three 11 year olds crossed it and I remember how I was at 11 and I'm like, oh, interesting people. Very interesting. But then I realized maybe it was some kind of a test, you know. Like Dumbledore maybe wanted to like recruit Harry in a sense. Give him a taste of what his life is going to be in the future. Because let's be frank about it. Dumbledore was the ultimate puppet master. Yes. Of course. He was a manipulative
1: asshole, and I have zero sympathy for him or how he created people
0: around him. He okay, I have a lot of thoughts about this, which I will go into a rant later, but first to you. And of course, who doesn't like like the first book was very nice and simple and they just became friends and there's this one particular line that I really like in that book and it's like after the troll attack and they are in the Gryffindor common room and you know there's something like there are not many things that you can go through with someone without ending up liking them and um, defeating a troll is one of them. So that's my favorite line in the entire book.
1: Yeah, I liked it because the friendships, they, they actually become proper friends at that time. Hawaii, yeah, I I, I I like that the friendship develops so over the years. It's not like you know, they become friends and just fast friends for the rest of their life. Like their friendship goes through stuff. If you had asked them in second year to, you know, get to completely give up their lives and go on the run with Harry, they would not have done that. But at the seventh book it was believable believable belie- belie- because by the time their friendship had developed, okay. so you would know you would it okay. doesn't feel like a contract decision that they would just give up their life to go on the run with Harry. But I feel like instead of rewarding them for literally putting their lives on line They should have stopped them Who's they? The professors? The professors, their parents I feel like okay this whole thing is about making them into heroes But you don't do that And I, I like the fact that during the whole quidditch scene The seniors are introduced as mentors for them But we don't see that often other than that sequence you know We barely see them. Oliver Wood, what a character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically everything happens to them and no one happens to side characters. Yeah, Yeah. because side characters need to have their own stories too. They just bring them in just for the sake of it. That's why I feel the universe of Harry Potter seems very tiny in the books because they don't focus a lot more on the others but just on the main characters yeah okay uh, as a I'm, I'm giving it as a contrast example has anyone here watched Avatar The Last Airbender? yeah yes okay okay I'm Too excited, excited. Yeah, I am so uh, in that you don't just feel like Ang's is the only story that matters everyone yeah. has their own journey and even though like it's not not as much time is put into it you still feel like you can you know you still for their uh, their journeys, you still feel like you want to know more about more about their journeys. Like everyone involved Azula's descent into Magnus, Zuko's redemption, Sokka you know, becoming from, from a misogynist to someone who actually respects any everyone. Katara's journey through grief, angst journey through grief, and you know, acceptance as the avatar. Um, everyone's journey means something, like it's and it's as well in the sequel series. But but every everyone's journey was so well done, and it didn't it, was, it wasn't at the expense of the plot.
0: Here, the whole plot centered around the three of them. It was nonsense. Yeah, like, like remember in Avatar, there's that one episode in which Sokka goes to learn uh, from Master Fort Pindau. Yeah, yeah. Pindau, yeah. And okay. in that episode, Katara, Aang and Toph just nap in the sun like house cats when he's away. And they're like, I miss Sokka. Never
1: tell him I that. I <laughs> think you know, just at the end of it all, just to make us feel sympathy, they showed everyone's story at the same time. They showed Dumbledore's story in the last book—they showed uh, Snape's Snape's whole backstory in the last scene of the book. Yes, it's seven like like, like you, you didn't realize that there was a big hole in the first book itself. Like you could have, you know, done something from the beginning. Like you've know, given us some glimpse. Like aside from aside from Dumbledore's brother, Yaki's on our side. Like prove it to us, maybe like I'm you know, having seven enough. years of hating that stupid and professor, those, and also he wasn't a good person. You can bet that if it was someone else who would have whose life had been on the line, Snake would not have turned. He didn't turn out of the goodness of his own heart, he turned because someone else who he quote unquote loved or was, the ex, or was at the at Lord Voldemort's mercy, and so he you know, yeah. uh, grudgingly turned to the opposite side because and and there was a spy. We don't know his motive until the end, and it even and even his motive is full of holes. Like, I I can't, I can't even trust the fact. And Seth Harry names his son after him. There are so many other good father figures in your life you could have named just son after him. Like father, maybe. His first son was named after exactly, him. Exactly, but you don't have to add. Uh, uh, Lupin. 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 Lupin? Lupin was there. What about Mr. Le- Mr. Weasley, Hagrid, Sirius? Sirius? You know. Hagrid? Yeah, I just oh, that. mentioned Lupin. Uh, Sirius, Hagrid, Lupin, uh, who else was there? Mr. Weasley? Uh, just to get that son. you know. Oh, I'm trying to feel bad about those characters because I made them human in the I'm last like, second of the movie
0: yeah. or the book.
1: I'm gonna make my She's She's an asshole.
0: I mean, and I mean, she could have portrayed him that way, you know. Or, or what could have happened was he could have been nasty to Harry in public, but actually normal to him in private, so which would have confused Harry. Yeah, that would have been a, like I think, you know when fans have better ideas than the showrunners. <laughs> last season of Game Friends right <laughs> we don't talk
1: about
0: that we not talked about that i don't even i haven't even watched it because i read the book. so i'm blissfully free of those kind of things i'm waiting for all i'm waiting for winds of winter to release for the series in its entirety otherwise i would he, they're saying right the George or martin he might change the ending for the book
1: yeah i'm relying he
0: yeah, he he will, because, because if you have read the books, and then you'll realize that the story is very different from the TV series.
1: Yeah, for the, for like the first three books or so, it uh, the series pretty much matches, and after that, it you know, diver, diverges from the main stories. But like, I could accept it as long as there was source material. But like, Dipshit and Dickweed just completely ruined everyone's art of okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a tangent. It's a tangent. Okay. So, let's go back to the first book. Yes. All right. <laughs> there were two things that. Oh, but since we're talking about Snape and you know, how during the fire scene, the quidditch quit scene, apparently Snape was trying to save Harry, whereas the other. Yeah, Quirrell was jinxing it. him, and Snape was uh, counter jinxing yeah. Quirrell's jinxing. Yeah. Because the kids themselves didn't believe that there was anything good left in that guy, that he would do that. And it <laughs> was the first year of eating him, it just progressively yeah. worse as the series goes on. Yeah. Uh, and even then, even then, when Harry tried to be like, okay, why did you save me? I don't think there was a scene that kind of balances it out. And, and honestly, kids solving their main professors, you know, like challenges. Challenges? Yeah, like that's mind okay. blowing. Okay, that's, like and McGonagall. What is, shitty challenges are there? No, McGonagall is like an insanely powerful transfiguration professor. She, she transfigured chess pieces to murder other chess pieces, and you're telling me 11 year old beat that? Like, no. Not believable. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe if he had like a broken, if he had like a ruptured screen or something, I would have believed it. Or, or if you're saying that he's such a good chess player, then what, where's the connection of that chess player and... No, actually they showed, uh, that I can accept because yeah, they showed he he, they showed a scene, but after the first book, there's no mention of that at all. No, he, he constantly plays chess through the books. Yeah, he plays. He as plays in it throws scenes as it a throw his scenes, but not as a main scene ever. That's fine, but see, it's it, it, okay. This is the day she does show, not tell, very well. So she doesn't tell us what's actually happening. So
0: she like no, no, she it, does not. Point is that just be, he. he that's the problem with Ron's character, which I am very offended by, is that he's supposed to be this brilliant chess player. But guess what? Brilliant chess players also are strategists. And he's yeah. never shown as a strategist yeah. in the he's entire series. credit. No, he improves. He improves, but at the starting he's so bad. Okay, no,
1: not everyone is born with talent. As you
0: if you have if you have the dedication. If, if is you're a chess team. player, you're a strategist and he wasn't a strategist. Like I said, Shorty especially you don't see the strategy when it comes to planning all those times we
1: are trying to hack into the military or sorry ministry (laughs) not the military (laughs) does Harry Potter have a military? (laughs) sorry no I am wondering because I am wondering what a magical military would be like that would be fun but I am just trying to say that they don't show his skills at all when it comes to the last few words it's just him moping, eating and whining about being poor Uh, Actually, Which is a real problem. Like you know, actually, the one thing I liked about what they did with Ron's character was that they showed his poverty as a consistent uh, character. I mean, not character, as a consistent point throughout the series. Like it wasn't just like a throwaway line because he's consistently shown to be poor, and also at the same time, his family, despite having limited resources, did not hesitate to accommodate whoever their kids bring home. Yeah, that is like that is one thing I liked about the Weasley family and Ron character in general. Like his poverty is not a is not a pro thought. It is a, it is a consistent. His yeah. struggles with poverty are real and they are they are shown well. That is one thing I like about you know? the second book, <laughs> meeting Harry meeting the family yeah. in <laughs> the second book. Yeah, and like and Harry is so blown. Okay, this will tie into the him, mental health themes that that we want to discuss later. But like Harry is so blown away by the fact that a family is supposed to like each other. Like he is blown away when they show him basic kindness and decency. He's like, wait, this happens all the time. Like oh, I'm not on. supposed to eat the that like, will, was That will tie to so much drama that happened and showed its colors in the cursed child. We cursed. I I am refusing to accept cursed child as canon.
0: You know, the one thing that I've realized after reading this book is that J.K. Rowling can only write about something if she has experienced it well. Like poverty, she has gone through it and which is why its depiction is brilliant. Yeah, the dementors. Depression, that's why dementors are brilliant. Those are the only two consistent parts of her world building and that's because she's gone through them. So, she's not technically a really good writer yeah
1: also like ha- have, you, have you read her book after that the casual vacancy oh god it sucks it sucks so bad i had to struggle to read through. and it's supposed to be an adult book so i don't see the point of it it was like the world was empty it's just a bunch of houses no wonder she had to change her name to write it. and even the robert, <laughs> apparently the robert galbraith
0: books are like supremely transphobic i'm like i'm not surprised they're transphobic. They're misogynist. I have read quite a bit of them. Why would you subject yourself to that? Because I didn't know it was JK Rowling, all right. <laughs>
1: That's fair. Okay. This is a relatively minor one. In the fifth book, Ernie says that prefects aren't allowed to dock points, as it would completely undermine the prefect system. But in the second book, Percy docks points from Gryffindor when he finds out Ron has been scooping around Merkel's bathroom. Yes. Thank you.
0: I remember that.
1: Yeah even within even three books later she can't make her world world consistent like uh, can they dock points or can they not i mean uh, Umbridge, Umbridge allowing the, inquis- the inquisitorial squad to, i will talk about Umbridge later but umbrage allowing the inquisitorial squad to you know dock points is just like no it, it felt icky like it felt like she was i mean she obviously abused her authority to the she milked her position to the maximum that she could and she was an absolute asshole for reasons
0: What I don't understand in the whole series is that all the adults are shown to be so like the moment Voldemort is back everyone's like Harry's a liar, liar, liar. I mean, what's the logic behind it? Did, Did no one just be like, like forget the minister but like other people. Like you know everyone was just so anti Harry that actually felt very realistic because like uh, consistent slandering by
1: the press as a means to make your opponent to discredit your opponent is a legitimate thing that we are seeing right now in this world and it has happened historically as well so that was actually done very well they they, they tried to because they didn't want to accept the reality they consistently slandered Harry and everyone else who who knew knew the truth and and they tried to to brainwash the public so I don't have, I mean I'm mad that that such a concept exists in the world because of the ethical ramifications. But I am not mad that it was shown in the series because, like, the how the, how badly the press is controlled, how there is only one authority in the in the visiting world, and how it's basically a job options are ministry or poverty, and even ministry to job does not does not uh, you know guarantee you any kind of financial security. That bothered me a lot because like it was it,
0: there is no freedom to do anything you want. In the magical world, like you have zero that's depth true. Of sex. But then, why does Umbridge hate Harry so much? Is my only point.
1: Umbridge hates Harry because Umbridge is Umbridge. That's the only. That's the simplest answer I can give you. She is a vile woman who is filled and who is raised with hate, and who does not know and who is lacking something fundamental in her brain that she she cannot show compassion. She cannot show love. She is incapable of it. I and. You know, sociopathy makes brings her happiness, which is why she can she can conjure up a droneess, but she's not happy at all. So that's the only reason I can think of. Umbridge is devoid way. of human feelings. Yeah, she's completely in the in way. The way she's talking Yeah, and, and the way she's, she's doing things. Yeah, I and feel like she wanted to, you know, express pain on other people because she thinks that that makes her powerful. Yeah, that is the worst. And the worst, the worst part is people like her exist in the world. She is the, the personification of lawful evil. Like she is a law enforcement officer, and all her, uh, she can she can pass anything she wants to make th- to you know fit things in her. To oh, like, I mean that's why she has so many cats because of her people hate cats, you know. Her, oh cats. I love cats. I love cats. Why would you bring so many cats and be like oh that's why you know Amrish and cats. You know I have a I have so. a cr- I have a little crack head cannon. Did you think it's stuff Meghana that Amrish love cats? Yes. Because- <laughs> Because she is a cat, and she's a cat animator, and Petronas is a cat. You think it completely pissed her off that how can something so vile, how can cats trust something this vile? Because she, okay, for all her faults, she was not she was not cruel to the cats that we know of. I mean, she thought she, she, she thought animal she thought animals were lesser and half yeah. were lesser. So and, and hence the whole thing with the centaurs and and passing anti anti werewolf flaws. So. No, I feel like she was in the real world, she would be a Nazi. <coughs> I should be a Nazi in the real world. And she would and yeah, she would think she's the epitome of fine beauty, but like no, honey, no. And she and Imelda Staunton played Umbridge so well that even seeing her face brings a very visceral physical reaction in yeah. me. I think it's, it's the voice and the way she walks Yeah, that and it's 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 a testament to how well she's played Umbridge because I sh- the, the actor is a, the actress is a perfectly nice lady for all I know, but like is- other than Umbrage, I hated Lucy's mother with my whole heart. I hated Jason. Me. Again, Jason Isaacs, perfectly lovely man, possibly in real life, but every time I see him, I get visceral like, <laughs> like, I feel like oh, <laughs> like I want to spit in your face. That's the power of a good actor. Exactly. They, they played them. Like, all the, the, the okay, in, for all the faults of the Harry Potter movies, they were cast impeccably. Why? Why did we ever meet Hermione's parents properly in the movie, not the books? I understand Harry Potter's family has a big back drop and a big, you know, story behind her and Ron's family is always there for him even in the last books but why not Homo and each family they got one scene in the last book of the memory and that was weird. yeah like god the muggles coming into visiting what is what we want to see the most yeah. That could have been such a good supporting character system. The family system coming in and yeah, her. but there was like a throwaway scene in like book four or something where the where Hermione's book four or book three, I don't remember. But Hermione's parents met Mr. and Mrs. Weasley and they were no. That was in book them. two. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah,
0: they come together Diagon Alley and they were shopping together. Mr. Weasley gets very excited about exchange rates. Yeah, yeah. and the thing is, Harry would have actually.
1: Settled best with the family because you know you is know, coming You, in you know there is sport. actually a fan fiction that is based entirely on that. Harry runs away as a five-year-old, and he and he 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 discovers he's an animagus along the way. It's it, the beginning is a little nonsense, but the story, the actual story of that fan fiction, is built so much better than the actual series. <laughs>
0: I think everyone who knows the universe can make do a better job than
1: R- Rowling at this point. Yeah, and he was raised by Hermione's family, and like all the exposition that we are exposed to in the in like when he's when he's like fifteen and sixteen years old happens when Harry's like seven or eight years old, and like and and uh, Hermione's parents who basically adopt Harry in this fan, in this fan fiction, I mean. They ask questions that are like that. That fan fiction fleshes out the world of Harry Potter like fifty times more than the actual series. I'm like, how did JK Rowling not think of this? Like, I feel like family should have been a stronger point because you know, as soon as Sirius Black came into the picture and his story became clear, yeah. she just killed him. Yeah and like do you like and the worst part is Sirius did not know Harry had been abused. He he thought that Harry preferred to go back to his family. Do you think that for a second that if and since Sirius was abused himself, do you think for a second that if that if Sirius found out what was going on in the Dursley household, he would have left Harry
0: there? No, absolutely not. He would have physically broken down the Dursley household of and taken her. Yeah, I feel like Which is why Dumbledore didn't. You do realize, right, that Dumbledore wanted to make sure that nobody except he had influence over Harry. Yeah, the yeah. the way he manipulated Harry for. But six days. do you think
1: do even Dumbledore knew that there would be abuse in the household? Nobody can say that. Oh, I'm putting this child for adoption, and he'll be abused. Nobody okay, fine. One, okay, once he found out, he should've done everything in his power to stop it from happening. How? What do you, he you know, he, he, okay. Harry goes to stay with the Weasleys for the for like a, like extended period of time uh, for, uh, at the end of summer vacations, and he could have just been like for a cursory visit to maintain quote unquote family bonds, so that Lily's sacrifice stay, stays alive. He could have just had the Harry visit like once a month a year, so that there is still a, a familial bond. Yeah, but the whole point of keeping Harry with the Dorsey was because of the protection. Span to know about it yet. yeah so to keep the predictions that alive that's why i'm suggesting that that once a month visit because like he's away from them for extended periods of time and that that visit still that the yeah. The charm still stays on. Like there was no reason for him to keep him in an household once he knew the truth. But no, he just wanted Harry to be miserable and he wanted Harry to be reliant on him and because and to see and to, for Harry to see him as a savior and as a good guy. And I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh no. Okay, I think this is where we come to the mental abuse as well as physical abuse.
0: Yeah, but before that I want to um say something about this series, like the tragedy of this series, like forget its creator, you know who the creator is and how much he sucks, but forget all of that. But the biggest tragedy of the series is that while overtly we are given the message that it doesn't matter who you are born as, covertly it's all about blood, if that makes sense. I can kind of see your point, but can you explain it? Um, like you know how we have that in overtly we see oh that you know there are these um, muggles and muggles are not respected in wizarding societies and half bloods and all of that and oh everyone is equal but bro if everyone is equal then why is lily's blood so important throughout the whole series comes back to blood doesn't it and the whole thing about him being descended from the peveril brothers yeah oh my oh yeah that's is- that I, I did not consider that, yes. So
1: she, she plays a lot of emphasis, she plays a lot of emphasis on, uh, found on, you know, biological family when she makes her series out to be like, found family is the best, Like is, found family is no lesser than actual biological family. But Harry's protection was solely rely, reliant on his biological family. When his found family was the one who gave him like, you know, actual human experiences, like love and friendship and kindness and empathy and, you know, Sadness and this way of saying that oh, you should pity orphans but at the same time they are strong. Hey, hey, I mean, I, I can pity Harry for a lot of reasons, but none, uh, but but uh, only in the middle of the list are because he is an orphan. So I I have a like the Dursleys the way they treated him I just cannot and like they, they systematically broke him down and his will to ask his curiosity his will to. You know, I just ask people for help. That, like, when 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 people are like, you remember when remember in the fifth book when Umbridge would, would you know would make him uh, write those lines yeah. and they're physically cut into his flesh. When everyone are uh, when everyone found out, they're like, why didn't you go ask for help in the first place?
0: Yeah. Ha- in Harry's mind,
1: like asking for help has gotten him into trouble before because every how many times do you think in his childhood if he asked Uncle Junior or Uncle um- uh, Vernon for help that they would have beat him or they would have been you know verbally belated him or or anything heard else? something he likes to take away something Yeah. Else. They would have uh, like eh, 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 the only response to help asking for help that he knows is to be met with the complete opposite. So in his mind, like asking for help does no good. And like he just he does not know healthy coping mechanisms because like he would not have needed to suffer for that long. And I don't fault him for it. I fault his asshole uncle and aunt. No, but at the same time, I felt like Umbridge made sure that he, if he told others, yeah. his friends would suffer more. Yeah, so him, for him, protecting his friends was more important, and he always sacrificed himself. So yeah, I mean, uh, we do realize that mental health should be dealt with properly, but. God, there are okay. so many holes. Again, okay, we're coming to Malfoy, Malfoy, and all the things he went through, and how in the last book, okay they tried to make him the good. No, okay, mm-hmm. no, not not Uster. Draco Malfoy was the one who was deserving of the redemption arc, but she gave him Snape instead. Yeah, like Draco, wow. that he was like it was the perfect setup—a guy who was raised, who is raised with shitty ideals, who does not know anything better, or does not know anything. Else. Reminds us of Zuko, right? Yeah. Yes. yes, exactly. I was going to say and also for PTSD I was going to reference Legend of Korra because Harry's PTSD is just not at all dealt with like aside from just the nightmares that, that, that he comes up with like they they just there is nothing that shows us how he
0: deals with his PTSD I mean because he hasn't dealt You know, you know the best series that in in written fiction that shows PTSD is The Hunger Games Hunger Games, Baze yes. Runner
1: I haven't read oh, oh did you know that the author of Maze Runner is like a virulent homophobe no idea. Orson, off, Scott Card, Orson Scott Card is like a virulent homophobe.
0: Like apparently he's gone
1: on like tirades and stuff about this. Oh,
0: yeah. Wow. But like if you read Hunger Games right, like Akshay you should totally just read it. It's It's got awesome world building because you know we love world building. And the depiction of PTSD is so much that if I listen to the audiobook right, I just go all oh, oh. I get really you know messed up with it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I read Hunger Games when I when I was in like eleventh or twelfth. I don't remember. And like, especially the third book after spoiler warning after Prim's death. I and, and like when everyone was like, why didn't she say anything in the court? But like, people shut down. Like everyone grieves differently. Everyone deals with trauma differently. But like, shutting down is like a perfectly documented and valid response. So I'm like. You can't fault her for completely losing, like, she was willing to sacrifice her life for her sister, that's how the entire series started. Are you telling me that she's not going to be traumatized by by the death of the person she was willing to sacrifice her life for?
0: And not just that, but I remember, I remember my own reaction when I read the book. So then, when she, when, when Prim dies, right when the human torch thing comes, I become silent. But the moment I start crying is when she meets Buttercup, and she's like, she's gone. The emotional impact of that moment. And yeah, she didn't even like the cat. Even she understands the significance that we, a cat has bonded to a human being. And we like, had a whole uh, episode on Hunger Games discussion. I told you I can never, I can never stop talking about it. Yeah, we we we, we had to stop ourselves to <laughs> finish the episode of that.
1: Okay, that's okay, okay. Now I definitely want to listen to that because I never got time to listen to the previous episodes. Can we edit this part out? <laughs> Oh also I wanted to talk about how just to you know keep up with the times JK Rowling was like Oh Dumbledore is gay There is not a single iota of evidence that he is gay because like you, you can't just make him gay and not have any hints to it Like if you strain you, like, you know, really hard you can maybe consider that Dumbledore didn't uh, you know, turn in Grindelwald because he had feelings for him But like he knew Grindelwald for all of three months
0: and, and the worst part, about, and the worst way, if you wanted to strain and see, is w- what Rita Skeeter says, you know, in her uh, about her, you know, Dumbledore and Harry relationship is n- called unhealthy, even sinister. What a homophobic way of showing he's gay. Yeah. Or, I mean, drawing that there's a
1: pedophilic you know, oh. character. Yeah, but, which again ties into the whole, period, like, you know, the whole uh, how. Some homophobes view gay people as pedophiles, which are <clears throat> not the case. Yeah. Like Pedophilia is not a sexuality, kids are not consenting adults, kids cannot consent, and you are the lowest of the lowest scum of the earth if you decide to take advantage of a child in any way, shape or form. Like okay, I can see that their relationship was unhealthy because of all all the other reasons it was unhealthy because of Dumbledore manipulating the shit out of Harry and and like you know you know basically making Harry view him as the savior because he did the bare minimum and also he did not even prepare Harry for for his own death knowing how much he has lost he did absolutely nothing to prepare Harry for the fact that he was dying and even especially when he knew that it would you know it would break Harry even more he did nothing for it like he just wanted people to be at his fingertips uh, I have another example of this um, so how long did Dumbledore know Sirius? He knew him as a school child. He knew how dedicated James and Sirius was were to each other. He knew that uh, there was a more, that there was a possible this thing, and he also knew how much those boys went through to you know be good friends to Lupin because they be, they became anime guy for the whole for, for Lupin's sake. How could he knew that he could have fought for Sirius? He let Sirius rot in Azkaban for twelve years, especially when Sirius didn't get a trial. But the and he and he let Lupin rot. Unemployed after he graduated because he didn't have a use for Lupin. But the moment Sirius bro- broke out and he needed decided that he wanted Lupin to, mini- to you know draw Sirius in, he decided to recruit Lupin. Draw Sirius in or make sure Harry does not, you know, go through the papers and go against and try to kill. That Harry would have found it anyway because he found a way before Lupin was even hired. No, he found out, but he was scared. Yeah, but no, Lupin. So having and hiring Lupin was actually a good thing. No, 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 no. I, no I'm saying you should have hired, hired Lupin before. You shouldn't have let him. rot, he only hired Lupin when he had a use for Lupin. He yes should, uh, Are you telling me he would he couldn't have found a single position in Hogwarts for Lupin, knowing that he was going to be ostracized by the wizarding community for being a like for being a werewolf, which wasn't which again. It, which, you know, it would have done a hell of a lot more for, you know, people not stigmatizing uh, for, uh, against illnesses that they cannot control. Which should have done a hell of a lot. This would have been a lot more. It would have been, how do I put this lightly? You know, I feel like, you know, J.K. didn't even expect the first book to be so big. So that's why whenever a new book was asked and a deadline was given, she would make up stories. So she needed to bring the fathers, James' friends, up in the second or third book. Yeah, that is her do fault is. as a writer. Yeah, that's her fault because she just saw the books as money a, makers. Money. So she didn't expect the first book to happen. So that's why it's so loosely written. You know? Yeah, but... So first book is the most fantastical thing ever. From third book, you come to see the realities of life, you know, stepping into it yeah I know but like I said I but I can only I can't you know think for her motivations I can only make my opinions based on what is written and what of is course, canon so in, in this canon series she only hired like I'm saying he, Dumbledore should have hired Lupin before and Dumbledore only hired Lupin when he had a use for him and he let Sirius start in Azkaban even though he was his student and knew Sirius better he only brought Snape in when he had a use as a, a use for him as a spy and when he knew he could manipulate Snape at his lowest point into being a spy for him for, because of the Person that was I mean come on, it's politics, he's the headmaster, he has to stay the headmaster No, I'm saying, if you want to be conniving, be conniving but don't put on a nice face and pretend you're the you know uh, Mahatma of uh, The thing that. is, we are assuming he was seen as the Mahatma He's yeah. explicitly portrayed as the Mahatma of this, you know, all his titles and everyone knowing him the, as a benevolent, uh, benevolent person It's just that and he's like the politician of the university or the school or whatever Okay, he oh, you know, was it's the it's head it's of the Wilson government and the international. Uh, for, uh, world. Of course, the domestic people will get No, at that point, you think he doesn't have the Donald Trump over there with all the his kid over there? We may not talk about Donald Trump because I will take a listen to my podcast. I won't let you. <laughs> I will shut you. up huh? <laughs> So I will slap my head Get out of my house. Well, back to the topic. Where were we? Okay, let's go to the prison of Oscar Since we're talking about serious black
0: exclusively
1: yeah okay so the biggest
0: problem I had with Prisoner of Azkaban was the existence of time turners yes yeah go on history yeah I mean okay you have time turners and you can use them but like what are the rules like um, what kind of rules like uh, Hermione is also breaking rules when she's going back and she's you know sitting for lessons so um, it just brings back the whole time paradox thing again which just you know if I think about it it twists my brain into pretzels but stuff like you know um, is this okay is this not okay and um, it, did it happen because it already happened or it has to happen and if that's the case then if Bugbee can be saved then why weren't Harry's parents saved stuff like that yeah. yeah uh,
1: also, like, um, how, how many timelines do you think Hamayi would have created by going back one hour in time, simply simply didn't attend another lesson? Like, girl, oh, you're oh. fucking with time and asking for bad shit to happen to you. Yeah. Because most of her classes were on top of each other, and how would she do the homework again? Go back in time and do the other. No, but that's when we saw Hermione being completely burned out with like fifty different books in front of her. I'm just not barely. Yes, me. yeah. You know,
0: if I was Hermione, what I would do is I'd live one day two times. Yeah, exactly. I would do the same. How will yeah.
1: you keep up with everything? And but this is not what essentially. Instead, but but then but then turn, religion, living an entire day is much more dangerous than living an entire hour. But if you go back in time, to does student, does, 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 does it mean that what I ate would not be in my topic the next? <laughs> I'm confused. That's what I'm saying. She did not introduce any change. laws of time. Yeah. I think time turning and creating timelines is a whole It needs fiction. Yeah. It needs so much it needs so much nuance and like, you know, laws and like you know, you need you need you need enough of a substance for it that you have uh, habit And I think she realized that because then again she burned again to the cursor and how the fucked up thing happened. Yeah, cut timelines. So she realized that what she did in the se- in the second. No, she made it worse first. in the third style because she yeah. they go back like what 50 years in time or what? 50, 50, 50 years in time and then mess up five six times. I'm like, what? Which is insane. Also, like this this is another another plot hole I found. You remember when uh, Sirius Sirius and Lupin are explaining everything to Harry in the Shaking Shack? Like, you mm-hmm. know, how about Lupin's, Lupin's lycanthropy and, you know, them becoming anime guy, and, you know, how, you know, they, they switched to secret keepers at the last minute. So we think it's just Harry, it's just Harry, Ron, Hermione, Sirius, and Lupin, and, and and Peter over there. But then Snape is also there under Harry's invisibility cloak. Because remember, somewhere at the beginning of the chapter, there was the, a the, uh, door slammed, and we found out later that that, 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 Snoop, that Snape was there with Harry's invisibility cloak. Yeah. Later in the fourth book Sirius says uh, on only uh, only the those three and Dumbledore know that Harry is an animagus that Sirius is an animagus Snape also knows like, yeah he was listening he was eavesdropping in on them i'm like he. yeah so why does he say that only the three of them and Dumbledore know that he's an animagus like he could and snape has zero qualms about ratting people out for his own benefit remember when he ratted out Lupin because you know he's an asshole yeah. And that, so, yeah, because he ratted out sorry, because he rated out Lupin, Umbridge passed those anti verbal flaws, which is addressed in his book. Like, he, did, he just didn't ruin Lupin's life, he ruined the lives of every single werewolf in Britain. Come on, I felt so bad.
0: He was in the I think, Mr. Palmer, I hate Snape fan club. We're oh, I, already would, there. I
1: would be the president,
0: I would hold the
1: meetings. I, I would, would take minutes. not the werewolf, yeah, yeah. yeah, those are cursed ones, yes. All right, also another thing I wanted to talk about, which I forgot because I got interrupted. Sorry. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. Why would you do this to me? Okay. The whole war situation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We were talking about how long this has already gone. It's been an hour, and then we are one hour of uh, talking about this. Oh, wait, this we can fill hours and hours of this stuff. Yeah, but
0: because That's my. That was that was exactly why I was like, let's stick to one topic.
1: Yeah, it's not happen, Let's just go on. Yeah, the war. Okay, I can't. I, I can't can I can't go do more on. than prompting you. Uh, Till you, you, go on. Okay, okay. Sure. one more pro, pl- Okay. One more plot hole. Okay, so remember in the sixth book, Harry says that Felix Felicis takes six months to grow. The lucky yeah. potion. How? Okay, and you remember in the beginning of the book, when Slughorn says he has Felix Felicis with him. He no, sorry, not not not. Yeah, in the beginning of in the first portions lesson, Slughorn has a yeah. has a vial of Felix Felix Felicis, right? So and so, Dumbledore and Harry went to recruit him in the middle of July or at at, at the latest, the beginning of August and the term starts in september how did he have time to brew felix felices when slughorn was on the run because it was it was mentioned that slughorn takes takes a residence in some muggles house was gone on um, the and he leaves after a couple of he months. could have brewed it years ago how i mean why not it's fine That's not exactly important no like, yeah okay he's okay assume he's been on the run since Voldemort came back he's, he was been on the run for what three years now so? so you he, brew how it can. How can he? It. How can he brew such a finicky potion while on the run? And he can't. No, no. You it. brew it before you go on the run, and you save it and keep it. Mm-hmm. And he was a potion and I feel like that was just way too fantastical. Like. Ah. And probably he he could have bought it from other people.
0: He could have cheated people to get it. There are so many other also. But it's. Not that's expensive. the problem with JK. You know, you cannot even make up your mind about these kind of things because her world building is crap.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, Okay. so about the prophecy in order of the phoenix So we, we know that the only people who can retrieve a prophecy are the ones who the prophecy is made about So in this case only Harry and Voldemort could have retrieved the prophecy on their own And Dumbledore knows this because Dumbledore was the one who told Harry about this so all him, so him posting security around the around the uh, Department of Mysteries was absolutely pointless because one Voldemort would not have risked you know going uh, in public and, and it, because it would have completely blown his cover. So he risked Mr. Weasley's life for nothing. There was no reason to post security around the Department of Mysteries. He sacrificed, he put Mr. Weasley at risk. He sacrificed Roderick Bode's life. There is the Unspeakable who was you know put under a very bad imperious charm that added his brains. He risked his life. He risked Mr. Weasley's life for nothing because he knew that it was a pointless anyway. So, like again, wasn't it more like a trap to just see who would come? And he sent the mentors first. The mentors came in order of Phoenix, but Dumbledore didn't send that. It yeah. was Umbridge who sent it. Yeah. My point is, him posting security around the Hall of Prophecies was pointless because the only people who could retrieve that prophecy were Harry and Dumbledore.
0: Uh, were Harry and Voldemort? And Voldemort could not because he didn't want Voldemort to lure Harry to the Department of Mysteries. Sorry, he wanted what? He, he didn't want Voldemort to lure Harry to the Department of Mysteries.
1: That that ties into another plot hole: Harry ignoring Dumb, sorry, Dumbledore ignoring Harry for the entire fucking year and keeping him in the dark. Like, uh, yeah, that was fucked up. No, I the prefix <laughs> so I the I don't give a shit about, but like you give people the information if you want to protect them. Like you don't just assume that uh, someone's gonna hack it. Okay. How what so would okay, what would have been better? Harry being known beforehand that Voldemort would try hacking into his mind and him knowing that how to protect himself or Dumbledore just saying
0: take this on faith, go on occlumency. He, and, no, and no, obviously the first and, one would be better, but come on, you know who's yeah. writing the series. Exactly it do not make it more narrative if he, you, you know,
1: gave the easy way out. It, it's still not the easy yeah, way. Yeah. It's like you know, watching a horror movie like, why don't you just go from there? It's, instead of instead of seeing the g- Right, it's go through that shit. It's still not the easy way out because they could they could have taken that, that in in any different way. We know that uh Voldemort himself is a and an oculance. So they could have had uh, Harry know why 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 Voldemort was acting They could have had Snape and uh, they could have had literally anyone. We else. have a lot of loopholes. even the root in like I think six or to get the ring and him spoiling his whole hat. Yeah. He could have taken anyone except Harry for that. No, for the, no, of no the ring girl, he didn't go on his own. The ring he went first time he went on his own, yeah. The ring he went before he before just before oh, he gosh. went to meet Harry, but after that, uh, and the locket, yeah, yeah. Then why would you do that only on your own when you have the best wizards and professors? Of That's him. because he wanted
0: Harry to see what to do, yeah. Okay, fine. Anyone else also could have told Harry that. My god, I could have told Harry that. The whole <laughs> point of the series is Harry's. As Snape puts rightly in the seventh book, is being raised to be like a play- pig for, yeah, for slaughter.
1: You've been raising your boy for like a pig for slaughter.
0: For so once, Which he yeah. has been—he's been teaching Harry to put himself in dangerous situations. Yeah. Rewarding and, them. And, Yeah. And actually, trying to you know, once you become a hero,
1: unfortunately, it becomes your identity too. That oh, I want to solve this. I want to you know risk a higher. Stake this time, and that's why. Even though he did not want to be part of the Goblet of Fire, no, was was tri- the in Tournament, yeah, tri- a Tournament, he was pushed into it. He could have just like the only the only stipulation was for him to participate. He could have just been, you know. He could have just stepped into the ring, looked at uh, this thing, you know, pointed a wand at a rock, transfigured and I'm like, I, I completed, I failed, I, I withdraw. He could have just done that. But that's again not okay for him because he struggled to win and be the f- best <laughs> for everything. That's because, again, that's manipulation because and That's because manipulation <laughs> and he yeah. wanted to try it. It's not like he was trying really hard. People just kept coming and giving him answers. Yeah, that, that was also because of plot because, you know, Voldemort he needed her Yeah. I mean I understand that but at the end he's been so functioned to win and to be the hero that it would be yeah, his blood his to sacrifice. Com- his saviour complex is at the risk of his own sanity. And his and you know for him it's like oh I am important, someone will take care of me if I win this or someone will think of me as uh, uh, worthy worthy of their love if I you know get that done or if I win or if I do this. It's It's sad that they're playing on the mental problems. Like, they they were... Insecurities They were preying on Harry's, you know, know, complexes to, you know, save people and, you know, just to... Yeah, like I said, they were essentially grooming him for slaughter because they knew that he was, you know, ripe for grooming because of his various insecurities
0: and mental health issues. Which, you know... This whole thing sounds so fucked up right
1: now. It is! Like, I, I, I can still view the series with some level of nostalgia, but, like, everything else supersedes the fact that this this magical universe is, you know, is rife with problems and because and, 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 and what I didn't understand is, okay, as soon as Voldemort came into power and these people went into hiding, <laughs> dude, there's nobody looking for him to take him in like the whole Order of Phoenix was when like, 20 people came together yeah, to keep each other, you know, protected and that's because Voldemort decide- systematically... SHUT! Stop interrupting me! Sorry, thank keep- you yeah, we are in front of each other, you I don't know. interrupt me then. I'm gonna kill this girl, <laughs> We have problems like this when we're in three different places. Not we're in the same room next to each other, Sorry, go on. So, the whole point of Order of Phoenix was to protect the kids and the families. But when these people, those three of them went into hiding, there was nobody reaching out to them and being like, we are forming an army, come together. You know, a whole ass, you know, Big scene during the double, during the war at Hogwarts. but other than that, it was so blandly written. It was it was boring. Deadly Hallows. Yeah, yeah, that's right. When I said the first scene, the first scene I read was Harry engouging a spider. I'm like, am like, is this? Oh, it was so boring. Okay, I understand he had a quest of his own, but the whole reason why everyone was like, wow, they're finally in Hogwarts, they're getting all the help they can. They could have done that in the first place, itself, the wedding itself. Also, like, they made him, like, the pacing of this was so, so weird. Like, months after Harry, okay, it's also realistic, but like, it's weird. But like, months after Harry goes on the run, he finds one hotbox and then he finds three different hotboxes in one day. Yeah. Like,
0: That's some engineer shit. <laughs> yeah yeah I know it's luck,
1: you know, he somehow had the potion meeting. No, it's really sad, especially since the first book he's been saying the World is back. I feel like at that point until Dumbledore or someone in that ministry should have had a ready that one day he'll actually will come back and attack people. If it's happening from the first book.
0: That's yeah, but look at it from their perspective. No, they don't know about the cruxes and everyone believes Voldemort what? was gone. That's fine. Every
1: single year he comes back on one, in one form or the other, year. except Prisoner of Azkaban. Exactly. In every single book he comes back. At least there should have been an army. Okay, this was in case something big happens. We know how to protect ourselves. No, they're under a legit dictatorship, uh, like like a Hitler type. And more okay, more than dictatorship, it's more like incompetence because Fudge was the dumbest minister. I magic. feel like she just in the when she was writing the last book, she just read Anne Frank's diary and was like, Oh, I will hide them, like the Jews were hidden. <laughs> And Frank had more no personality than J.K. Rowling. Of course! Einstein's thumb had more no personality than J.K. Rowling. So I mean, man, it was done the same way, hidden behind the doors, behind the cupboards, behind the floorboards. Just exactly like, you know, Nazis were attacking them with the spells and with the books and with the names and words and blah blah blah. If you don't say, Hein Hitler, that means you're a, you're a Jew, <laughs> shit like that. I mean, I can, I, Nazism has it's own problems, I mean, aside from the obvious, of like, course, but I'm just saying that she had nothing amazing in that, she, ch- ch- she had nothing original, nothing original, It's all derivative, especially if you have such a big thing, like, okay, break it into green cards. the whole dragon, amazing, but dragon, seriously, did you get bored of the second book's uh, Basilica's coming up that you want a dragon again? I mean, I, it, it would have been weird if there was a basilisk again in the vaults of the Ringots Because yeah, but I mean that was a thing. Because I uh, know because okay, dragons can be somewhat tame basilisks. Can't, so I think that's where she went with the the creative choice to put basilisks in there. But I mean dragons in there. But and the the dragon was so easily being able to fly <laughs> Like three people, and he landed right at Hogwarts. Wow! No, he didn't land at Hogwarts. <laughs> right, right next to the lake. Not it wasn't the no, name of the somewhere else. And somewhere then they in disappear they operated disapp- to Cogsneed. I can to remember the yeah. It was just some random lake. It wasn't the black naked hogwarts because you can't operate into Hogwarts. They apparated into hogwarts with set of the uh, alarms and they wanted. not even catabolic in- charm. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like so very subtly named, like yeah. All,
0: yeah. all the things are subtly named, dude, Diagon Alley. She's like I a. Nothing, she, old there's house. nothing
1: original. All her spells are derived from Greek and Latin. Like,
0: come on, man. Ha, like, ha, have some originality. Invented language. She doesn't have it in her to con Lang. <laughs> I know. mean, obviously not
1: original because if you call it Nagini and say it derived Indonesian and make it a racist. Uh, it was it Indonesian or was it Chinese? I don't know what she said. It was Indonesian. No, Indonesian,
0: no, no, no. and you put uh, a Chinese woman instead of an Indonesian woman. <laughs> what was it? that? Did I did I confuse you? And Nagini is comes from like
1: Indian too. It's an Indian name. Yeah, mark. snake. I yeah. and you say Indonesian instead of Indian. and fine, whatever. This is a lady who can't even write a make a Chinese name. was to Chinese, two, two surname in Chinese and one Korean. So I I don't have. Uh, I think when we were reading the Ses kids, we had no idea that it was so racist or it was so out of place. And every year at that's because, like I said
0: in the beginning of the podcast, we did not understand subtext. Yeah, of course, and I every year you know before she
1: turned out to be a transphobe, I used to be excited to hear one more new fact about Hogwarts when I mean, she used to release it
0: every year. On yeah, she like,
1: like she she used to hold on to it like she was you know doing. Good. No, it's like every year at one point she's like, okay, this fact is another thing for another new one. I'll think about what's going on right now and related to that. Yeah, like you know the the whole thing about the plumbing in Hogwarts, (laughs) like (laughs) I did not need to know that old users used to shit in place and banish their own shit. Yeah, like because it, like a, there was a there was a plot hole, right? Like you know because the, the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets was behind a, t- a sink, right? A sink, but sink, but but plumbing wasn't invented until like the 18th century, and Hogwarts was invented in the 10th century. So like, bruh, how behind plumbing? And like, who did this retrofitting in like you know behind a sink? So, like, and she's like, oh yeah, wizards used to pee and shit where they stood and they vanished. And I'm like, okay, that is one thing we just absolutely did not need to learn or know because. We oh, were fine. Yeah. yeah, I was fine before this. I was living my life. Okay. Oh, yeah. Some things about the whole universe that I love moving the moving picture newspapers. That's so cool. Gifts in real life. You say GIF or JIF? <laughs> yes. It's JIF. It's GIF. It's GIF. It's Jeff. Is it graphic? It's graphic. JIF. Thomas, the inventor of JIF said it's Jeff. So you're wrong. We are, we are this entire podcast is spent on shitting about what the inventor did to their work. Yeah, but this guy But this guy is not an asshole or a trans No, it's not no no, no. I, so okay. we say that only about trans folks. You don't say that about normal people. Okay, all my crit- okay, I, I can criticize her about being a transfer, but all my criticisms right now would have would have been entirely the same before I knew she was a transfer. I can criticize her for her transfer. Okay, you, you can't her. say so if she says this this universe there's like you know universe called hogsword, you can't yeah, no it can't be called Hogwarts Hogwarts. You can't do that. That's because she named it hogwarts no 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 okay so the okay. inventor is saying it's gif so you can't be like no i will call it gif because you're wrong <laughs> i'm calling it gif you can call it whatever. Mort. so you're wrong but okay. i were
0: a butterfly that's how way of you know? yeah okay yeah. we got it we're good baby let's go what yeah is- so on a, has anyone explored pottermore yeah yes what are your houses
1: i was uh Gryffindor. yeah same Ravenclaw. I wanted to be Ravenclaw. <laughs> has anyone played Hogwarts Mystery, the new game that is technically canon because yeah. it is a, it is a direct prequel prequel to the uh, Harry the, the Harry the original books. So like whatever happens in this happens happened in the Harry Potter universe because it is by Warner Brothers and Jam City. Nope. Yeah. I'm nope. playing it purely for the story and because it was Harry Potter and JK Rowling has like zero involvement in this. Okay. So, and it is oh my god! It is so mind-numbing. Like all the original characters, they are. Do you know? you know the concept of flanderization? No. Okay, so basically, you a character that has many different traits in the beginning, they are reduced to one single trait about them because for plot reasons, because they don't care about about developing them further. So remember in the original series where Charlie is a dragon worker. Like he works with the yeah. Dragon Reserve in Romania He is a student in the, in this in this prequel pre- co- series Like in our main characters here So his all his conversations centre around dragons Like it's dragons this dragons that Like you know all those mini little dialogues you get about this thing I wonder if I can read about dragons today Ooh what will a dragon do in this situation it, 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 It's basically a character with a single trait And nothing else to learn So uh, uh, Wait how does this even come up? We're talking about games. No
0: idea. I Yeah. Potomo. We were talking about Potomo. I used to like the old version of Potimo where you know you could actually make potions and stuff.
1: There's a new version? I have. Yeah
0: there is. It's not that good. Yeah. Then I'm fine. I don't think
1: I'm missing out. Okay. How? Oh, wait. What else did I do? go through all the crumples video? I don't know. I don't think so. Because there's one about like festos and stuff and about secret keepers.
0: What about Thestrals? I mean, um, why did she introduce them the way she did? Yeah, okay. If Harry did see
1: his mother die, how was it that he was not able to see, see Thestrals until his 5th year? If Thestrals can only be seen by those who have seen death. Even if you want to kid yourself that the death of his parents happened when he was so young that he wouldn't have sunk in. He was 14, nearly 15 when he saw Cedric die and that's definitely old enough to register something. I have an answer for that because okay. I remember every time he thought about it, he remembered only the green lighting and someone's getting that. He, he saw Cedric's body. He literally took Cedric's, Cedric's Cedric body after to the Thomas, I am talking about his mom dying. You said since he saw his mom die, he should yeah. have been able to see it from the first year. But every single time they talk about it and him thinking about his parents that he only sees a green light and someone screaming at him they don't show him yeah, okay. being able to recognize his mom's body okay no that's so that's, after Cedric's death is when he can see testers no okay he's. It. I'm talking okay the, 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 the testers that take you to the carriage yeah, back in yeah. Hogsmeade right in the, at the end of the year, he doesn't see them then either he only sees them at the beginning of next year he doesn't see them after Cedric's death like you know a couple of uh, uh, a month after Cedric's death he only sees them oh yeah they took it to Hogsmeade right yeah, the, 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 the same carriages that you that take you from the school to the train station Those are again pulled by testers He didn't see them then He only That's sees them at the beginning of fifth year oh, That's interesting. interesting Yeah And also I have one about secret keepers Secret keepers? Okay Yeah you know, in the, the ones. Okay, yeah. So, in the seventh book, Ron tells Dobby to take them to, de- to Bill and Fleur's place and gives them the address. Uh, once they arrive, Bill tells Harry that their place is protected by the Fidelius Charm and then Bill is the secret keeper. We assume that Bill has given the secret to Ron because he stays because he stays there. But how is Ron able to reveal the address to Dobby since neither the subject of the Fidelius Charm nor the secret keeper? So, sorry, since he is neither the subject of the Fidelius Charm nor is he the secret keeper, but only the keep- but only the recipient of the secret because Dumbledore tells us. only person who can divulge the secret is the secret keeper and he cannot be tortured or coerced into giving it up so other people who know the secret can't tell the secret but if Dobby only was told about the lake next to the house about the actual house no he actually tells the actual house shell cottage yeah shell cottage yeah he tells it and also this is in the same chapter only same goes for auntie muriel's place if mr weasley if mr weasley is the secret keeper there how can bill divulge the secret to harry so bill tells harry like you know yeah the rest for my family is hiding at auntie muriel's place and my dad is the secret keeper there like it's not his secret to reveal
0: you know i think the answer to all our questions has always been shoddy world building
1: <laughs> yeah but i spent all my time on this so, not all my time but you know a fair amount of time this was your why I didn't mean this. But you still have this, it's 20... No, I 20. mean, I updated this last with this one in 2020, 18 July. Yes, the prophecy one. I think instead of starting, that's what you do. No, not constantly. So, because absolutely. I haven't... Uh, constantly.
0: Constantly. Eh. so basically even though i said i was the one who was like i don't like harry potter but you also have the same criticism so (laughs) (laughs) i can
1: can criticize the hell out of this series but like it still has some amount of nostalgia for me because it was my first big girl series it wasn't for me so i'm just eh. yeah no i mean look i can like it but i can i can criticize the hell out of it at the same time for other reasons i wrote here blew my mind i still haven't read lord of the rings You suck as a human.
0: (laughs) If you haven't read it, I haven't read it either. Come on, guys, that. I'm not a fantasy person to be honest. No, after reading
1: *Elodie*, I was like, (laughs) okay, this is. It's like comparing a grain and comparing it to a plate of rice. It's so beautifully written. Obviously, it takes you a longer time to understand and remember and go yeah, through Yeah, and that. apparently, this the cinema has like a whole bunch of, like, there's, I think there is a family life in the cinema that goes back like 30 generations Of course, and the only thing is, you know No, I and mean, all the, the names are there Again that's it's it. I will punch her face today. Okay, so the whole point is that you know, after you see how much effort and time is being put into all of the series and you realise that this one was just not taking that much time. Now she's just putting an effort to put it into
0: fantastic movies and where to find them. I feel like it's a failed one. Even though she's trying quite hard to okay. So Akshay, do you want to ha- like get into something like into a series that you will love? I have recommendations. Hell yes. Um. So um. There's this author called Lee Bardugo. Lee Bardugo. Yeah, and she has written uh, the Shadow and Bone trilogy and the six and the Six of Crows duology. Wait, I've heard of this. in the B A R D U G O. Yeah, Leigh Bardugo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, TV series as well. It's coming, it's coming, but before it comes, really you should read the books. Like, okay, um, uh, Shadow and Bone is like not, personally for me, is not all that good, but Six of Crows. I'm obsessed with the Six of Crows. I even have the Six of Crows duology box set. Wow. Yeah, I remember you told
1: me to read it. Six of Crows. Yeah. Yeah. That is okay. Yes. I, have, I have like I have a whole list of high fantasy series that I want to read. One is the Mistborn then Stormlight Archive. Then I have Patrick Rothfuss. Then I have the uh, Malazan Book of the Fallen by Steven Erickson That's like a series of ten books. I like I have a whole shit of high, set of high fantasy that I want to read. And I keep learning more and more. And like there is there, there's a whole genre of like Afrofuturism that you know that that oh, appears. Yeah. Sorry. But instead of minty, minty. A new series, she goes back and writes more things about Harry Potter than the. Yeah, I started the list four years ago. It's still going on. Yeah, the last time I did it was in July. Let me live. Ha ha ha.
0: Yeah. But seriously, seriously, read Six of Crows. Like, trust me. Like, I, I'm, I personally do not like fantasy so much as a genre for many, many reasons. Yeah, I'm these I'm adding of the it to reasons. my list
1: right now. Like, she's seeing me add to the list. Uh What's her yeah, name? Yeah, I know it's good
0: that I have a witness. But seriously, like, trust me, Six of Crows beautiful world building like such awesome world building and it just seems so realistic you know okay like what is the problem like give me a like a, a premise um so the universe is such that there are certain people who have um certain kind of powers and they are called the Grisha and there are different countries and different communities and different cultures in the world like you have this country called Ravka then you have this country called Firda then you have this country called Shuhan, then you have this country called Kerch so basically how the Grisha are treated differs from culture to culture like um, the Ravkans think of the Grisha like you know they recruit Grisha to be part of their royal army Firdans think they are blasphemers and they have a special order of witch hunters to hunt them down Shuhan Experiment on the Grisha, so and then Kirch is all about trade, and it's it's just it's so well built and it's so well written. And when you and and it's basically the first book, and even the second book to an extent. The first book is about a heist. Okay, wow. And I have a thing for heists, <laughs> and the way this heist is done, and you're just you know you're just like mind blown, like the level of planning, and you yourself as a reader cannot take out plot holes.
1: That's okay, that's that's awesome. Okay, now I'm like super 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 interested, like but it's important But like I have the okay my list has like fifty-four things now. <laughs> okay, you are a she one. She won't read any of them. Go back to Harry Potter. No, I actually haven't read the series in over a year. Are you? Oh my god, proud of you. Okay, anything else we wanna add to Harry Potter or mental health or anything else? Go back to your list. Yeah, my list is yeah, yeah, go ahead. Anything else we have left to do? No, that's pretty, my, my list, my plot post list. Oh, yeah, what? this is pretty minor. What is Hermione's 11th subject? Oh, yeah, because her, oh, owl, her, no, her owl list is 11 subjects. And she got 11 11 owls. So, I have the the, the subjects listed according to, uh, what do you call it? Alphabetical order. So astronomy, ancient runes. This is the stuff she take, she writes the outs for. Astronomy, okay. ancient runes, arithmetic, care of magical creatures, charms, D A D A, herbology, history of magic, potions, transfiguration, muggle studies. She dropped that in third year.
0: Oh yeah, she dropped muggle studies in third year. arithmancy was with Professor Vector. Like like, how more obvious can J K Rowling get? Vector. Yeah, but our list is eleven subjects. I, I counted only ten. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Herbology potions. That's there. Yep. See, she got ten O's and one A. No, one E. One it is expectation. There isn't difference. E. There isn't data. Yeah, that's in Dada. Okay, so potions we have accounted for. Herbology, yep. arithmetic. Yep. Care of Magical Creatures also she's dropped. Muggle Studies she's so, dropped. Care she of Magical Creatures. Divinity. She wrote
1: in. She wrote to 50 and then she dropped after that.
0: Okay, right, right. So that's also taken uh, in account for. Then she dropped a, a divination in third year itself. Yo, yeah. And Muggle Studies she dropped in third year. Yeah, we're missing one subject. Transfiguration? Yep. Okay. Um, uh. Yeah. Whoa. It's a mystery. I, think I don't
1: like, like this. In the episode with <laughs> a mystery, guys. If any of our listeners know her voice is 11th subject, please tell me because it's driving me crazy. <laughs> I will not sleep without this. I mean, I will sleep, but you know, it'll be, it'll be much better than eleven subjects. So I can at least resolve one plot. She won't sleep. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> stay awake for the rest of my life. Oh, shit sure, I have one uh, other so, one, but uh, <laughs> they are taboo. Tell me the uh, about Voldemort's taboo. So in the se- uh, so in the seventh book, Dumbledore and Raoul found Harry, Ron, and Hermione because they used Voldemort's name in that dingy ass cafe. We later on know that this was because the name had been tabooed. After they escape, Raul and Dollaho, after they escape, they seek refuge in Grimald Place. They constantly use Voldemort's name without protection, without detection. No, they don't. They do in it. No, when they, uh, okay immediately after uh, Bill and floor's wedding, they go. They operate into some dingy ass cafe in London. They accidentally use uh, use uh, uh, Voldemort's name, and they, they were found. And they operate into Grimwald Place, and they stay there for a while until they break into the Ministry before they go on the run. Right? While they are there in Grimwald Place, they use Voldemort's name without detection, without breaking any protective enchantments.
0: That's that's because maybe the Fidelist chance supersedes this taboo. Look, so we don't know. It's shoddy world building. Yeah. So uh, the
1: answer to all of this is just crappy crappy writing and shoddy world building. Yes. Wait, was the, no. The the reason they abandoned Grimmauld Place was because
0: the Fidelius Charm had broken because Dumbledore had died, right? So everyone No. In- no 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 they abandoned Grimoire place because when they disapparated he actually had hold of Hermione's that sleeve was, and no, and keep- that was uh, after they broke into the
1: ministry before they broke into the ministry yeah. after Dumbledore's death they are like we have abandoned Grimoire place as headquarters of Order of the Phoenix because after Dumbledore died like everyone who knew the secret in turn becomes a secret keeper so there's increased chance of breaking security So who knows and like we don't know that there was still a mole in the there was still a mole in the form of, okay there was no longer a mole but like still we can assume that the fidelius charm was you know is has lost its uh, protection in Grimoire place so how did their thing not uh, how did their... okay guys i got the answer for the harmonies <laughs> 11 hours. So basically, in earlier editions of Hypot and Half Blood Friends, Hermione said to receive 11 hours, scoring 10 O's and 1 E. However, after the events of Hypot and the business Her Hermione shrunk her class load from 12 to 10, dropping divination and mother studies. This was corrected in the scholastic edition, where Ron states that she received 9 O's and 1 E. That means it was a printing mistake, guys. Okay, giving her oh. a total of 10
0: hours, okay. I can see it better. That makes more sense. I was like, Which subject are we missing? We are not missing it. She made a mistake so much.
1: She doesn't okay. know how to count, yeah. She also doesn't know how to be a but that's pretty fine Okay, guys, can we end the episode at this point? Definitely,
0: yeah. But we have, we all have our we opinions. don't, we have
1: if we have a lot more
0: opinions, we can have another episode sure Cool. how would i do the ending yeah yeah your turn this time
1: okay. Three go. okay thank you guys this is where we end our episode on harry potter our views as well as our prejudices according to us so Whatever opinions you have about this, please go ahead and talk to us about it. And if you think we are wrong about something, go ahead and message us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Hi, hey, Sanchi bye. Bye. bye.